for you to focus your eyes about three feet lower. I know you're used to pasture, but just drop them down a little bit. Can you please stand for the reading of God's holy word? I want to thank my pastor for this opportunity to stand here before you this morning. I want to thank my wife for loving me in spite of me. I love you, baby. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. God, we thank you for your grace, your mercy. God, thank you for just one more opportunity, God. God, to be able to make it right with you, Father. God, may you cleanse our hearts, God. Remove anything, God, that is not of you right now, God. God, that we may be able to focus, Father, on what you have to say, Lord. God, would you, would you remove me, God, from this place, Father? Would you stand in me, God? God, give me preaching power and preaching permission, Father, that preaching may be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. And it reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desired to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man gain in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in his glory of his Father with his angels. And then he will reward each according to their works. Amen. I tag this message, the cost of following Jesus. Just let me give you a little background. See, Matthew wrote this, and Matthew was a tax collector. See, he worked for the Roman government. See, he collected taxes from the Jews. They say that this was a double offense. See, because Matthew was a Jew himself. And he collected money from his fellow people. See, for Matthew wasn't liked very much by his countrymen. See, but one day, see, Matthew was called. See, one day Jesus went by him and said, follow me. See, for Matthew got up that instant and he obeyed the call. See, won't Jesus make you change? See, won't Jesus make you get up right where you're at? See, Matthew's name 
Matthew wasn't always Matthew. See, his name was Levi. See, but when he accepted the call, his name changed to Matthew. See, so Jesus will also make your name change. See, before they used to call you that name. But see, but now they can call you by your real name. See, before they used to call you this and that. But now they call you by your real name. See, Jesus is the only one with the power to change your life. See, Jesus is the only one that can turn you around. He is the only one that can make your path straight. See, in the background of this text, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were opposing the work of Jesus. See, during this time, the faith of the disciples was growing weary. See, but Jesus reminded his disciples what the cost was of following him. See, Jesus tells his disciples that he would go to Jerusalem and suffer many things by the hands of the chief priests and elders. See, Jesus tells his disciples this to show them that he was ready and willing to suffer. See, he tells them this that they may be able to understand what his purpose was. See, Peter stands up and says, uh, Jesus... Let this be far from you. This will not happen to you. But Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan. He says, you are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of this world. See, and then isn't that just like us? Jesus tells us to do something, but we are never mindful of what Jesus says. See, we always want to follow what the world says. So Jesus says, get thee behind me and do my will. See, this is what the Father has called me to do. So see, Peter uh, was rebuked by Jesus. See, Peter did not have his mindset on the things of God. He was blinded by the world, just like some of us. See, God tells us, in his word to love our neighbors as ourselves. And we say, no, God, I will not love the drunk. See, God tells you, quit sleeping around, and you say, God, I know you ain't talking to me. See, God tells you, bless those that curse you. But when they do curse you, you go acting the same way. See, because your mind is not on Jesus. You are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of this world. See, as a follower of Jesus, you must be willing and ready. See, you must be ready to obey the commands of God. See, we must tell the Satans in our lives to get behind us. See, we must remove those stumbling blocks and follow Christ. See, we must endure suffering. We must imitate Jesus in suffering, and we must identify with him also. See, Christ, Christ has the final say-so. See, all the things that we do should be done for his glory. 
and not our own. See, Jesus will lay down the guidelines, not only for his disciples to follow, but that they might be able to instruct others. See, Jesus gave us all the guidelines we need that others may come to follow him. See, and his disciples will check their own salvation. See, in verse 24, then Jesus says to his disciples, if anyone desire, desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. See, this is a follower of Jesus. See, this is a disciple of Jesus. See, this is one who goes and comes when Jesus calls. See, one who demonstrates uh, everything that will give God glory. See, this is one that would go and spread the gospel beyond and abroad. See, a disciple of Jesus is one who is willing to change for the sake of the gospel. See, a disciple of Jesus is one who is not only, who will not only follow on this side, but will also follow on that side. See, Matthew Henry said, a true disciple is one that is like a sheep who follows his shepherd. As a soldier follows his captain, also as a son follows his father. As a disciple of Jesus, you, you must obey the commands of the master. See, Jesus models what it is to be a follower as he followed the will of his father. So see, he has already given us everything that we need. There is nothing that we do that he didn't do already. See, as a disciple of Jesus, he is one that is always mindful of the things of God and not his own. A disciple will do what it takes to bring God glory. See, Jesus says, if anyone desires to come after me, that is, no matter who you are. See, you could be rich. See, you could be poor. You could be woman or child. All he wants is for you to be willing and desire to be a disciple. See, in other words, you, you must desire to know the king of glory. See, you must desire to know the prince of peace. See, you must desire to know Jehovah Jireh. You must desire to know Emmanuel, God with us. But see, you must have the desire. If there's no desire, then there is no desire. The desire must be there for Jesus. See, if any man be willing, he says, he says, come. Here Jesus uses, a, uses, this, uses this as a choice to be a disciple. He, he doesn't say you have to come. He says if you are willing to come. 
See, in other words, if you are willing to take on all this, see, if you are willing to take on all the suffering, won't you come? See, God will reveal to us these choices. See, your choice could lead to blessings or your choice can lead to destruction. See, your decision can bring you joy or your decision can bring you sadness. See, your decision can bring you peace or your decision will take you to chaos. See, what is your choice today? What will you choose, New Beginnings? Will you choose Jesus? Will you be willing to come to him? Or will you choose all this other mess? See, and once you have made a choice, Jesus says, let him deny himself. See, and then he says, and take up his cross. And then he says, follow me. See, you must deny. This is the one that says yes to Jesus. You must deny yourself. You must refrain from satisfying your desires or your own needs. See, you must deny yourself. You must deny your flesh from wanting that thing. See, you know that thing that pastor talks about. That thing. See, you must deny yourself from worshiping what is not God. See, you must deny yourself from fulfilling your flesh. See, you must deny yourself from all that worldly stuff. From the alcohol, the drugs, pornography, adultery. You must deny yourself all these things. You must deny these get-rich-quick schemes. See, you must deny yourself these earthly pleasures, the money, the fame, the fast life. You must deny yourself that God may get the glory. See, you must surrender to God and do his will. You must not seek your own pleasures, but seek to please God. As Jesus denied himself for you, you must also deny yourself for him. You must deny yourself completely to Christ and to his will. In this world, you must deny the appetites of the flesh for the appetite of the spirit. You must seek love, peace, gentleness, kindness, meekness, self-control. You must seek the spirit. See, you must become a new creation. You can't be in that same mess that you once were. Then he says, take up your cross. Follow me. See, in those times, the Romans would use a cross to crucify criminals. See, in those times, it was used as an instrument of death. 
See, but after Jesus, now we can see it as a symbol of hope and love. See, the cross should not be a burden to us. See, as a disciple of Jesus, you must take your cross cheerfully. See, you must take them up and not put them down. See, you must endure suffering and persecution. You must endure all afflictions. See, you must endure all evil that befalls on you for the sake of Jesus. See, as a disciple of Jesus, you must imitate in his suffering and undertake to the point of death. See, when crosses are set before you, you should not say it's too heavy or too hard. See, you should not say, I can't carry this no more. I must let it go. See, when crosses are set before you, you must not give up, but continue to push forward. See, Matthew Henry commented, says, that the cross was carried, the cross that are carried are light to pick up because Jesus took hold of the heavy part. Wow. Wow. That's good. Yes, sir. Let me paint a picture. You see, the heavy part of the cross is the part that looks like this. And Jesus has that part. See, this cross was six feet in height, and it was five to six feet in width. See, but Jesus carrying the part that tees, all you have to do is carry the back part, which is light. So all you have to do is pick it up and follow him. See, Jesus took hold of all the sins of this world. See, Jesus took hold of the heavy burdens. And he will continue to carry that cross with you. All you have to do is continue to walk behind him. See, Matthew 11 and 29 and 30 says, Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So what part do you have that is hard? See, there is no heavy part for us, because Jesus already has the heavy burden. See, your burden is light. Lean on Jesus to help you take your cross. To help you take it up. See, he'll help you get through those things that separate you from living the righteous life. You must lean on Jesus to help you remove the stumbling blocks that lay in your path. You must lean on Jesus 
to help you with your marriage problems, with your children problems, with your school problems, wherever you may be at. Lean on Jesus. Continue to carry that cross. He's helping you. He helped you in your finances. You can't keep up that drink. He'll help you with it. You can't give up those drugs. They'll help you with it. You must lean on Jesus for all your troubles. And not lean to your own understanding. Because it's not for you. Lean on Jesus with faith. It says, and follow me. Jesus says first, if you desire to come after me. Then he says, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. After you, had, after you had the desires to come after Jesus, after you have denied yourself, after you had picked up your cross, see, then Jesus says, now you can follow me. Jesus is telling us what to expect when following him. See, Christianity is not for the weak. See, so if you are in Christ, you are stronger than you think. See, anybody can live an ungodly life. Anybody can. It's easy. I did it for 30 years. It was easy. But walking with Christ, following Jesus, that's hard. But we got help. See, he calls us to commitment. See, he calls us to submission. See, this is a divine call. Jesus says, follow me. He doesn't say, get behind me. Or get in front of me. Or get above me. No, Jesus says, follow me. See, but some of us have a problem. See, some of us don't like to follow. See, some of us like to be above or in front. See, but Jesus says, get behind me. See, then you wonder why your life is going the way it's going. See, you wonder why am I suffering so much? Why do I keep stumbling and falling? It's because you don't know how to follow Jesus. All you want to do is lead at all times. See, but Jesus says, follow me. Did you hear him say, follow me? Don't get in front of him. Don't get beside him. Don't get above him. But follow him. See, I'm here to tell you that following Jesus is not a bad thing. See, in this case, it's a really good thing. See, you will follow your boss. 
See your follow that knucklehead boyfriend. Or you will follow that knucklehead sister-in-law. Or that knucklehead brother-in-law. But when it comes to Jesus, you don't want to do anything he tells you to. It's not a bad thing to follow Jesus. See, when the cross is taken up, then you can follow Jesus in obedience and in truth. Take up your cross and submit to Jesus. Take up your cross is to desire to come after him. Taking up your cross is to deny yourself. Taking up your cross is to say yes to the will of the Father. Verse 25. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever desires if you crave the things of this world, if you desire to possess glory in this world, see, if you desire to save your own life by going after riches and pleasures of this world, then you will lose your life. See, you will lose, you will, you will, See, you will never find what you are looking for because the desires of the flesh are never satisfied. See, all you're going to find is greed, anger, selfishness. That's all you're going to find. You will never be satisfied because the flesh is a monster. The flesh wants what it wants and they don't get what it gets. See, the world will only lead to death. See, go after it, and you will lose your life because you have denied Jesus instead of confessing him. See, you will lose your life because you said no when he called you by name. You will lose your life because you said no to Jesus. See, you will lose your life because you have pushed the cross aside. See, your own life will be lost and you will not gain anything. Not only will you lose the temporal life, but you will lose the eternal one. See, you will not receive the inheritance that Jesus has for you. You will not only suffer temporal ruins, but also eternal ruins. See, but whosoever loses his life for my sake will find it. That is, if you are willing to forego all the comforts and pleasures of this life. If you be willing to be a disciple 
and lay down your own life and forsake the world and go after Jesus, you will find your life. If you are willing to undergo pain, suffering, persecution, even death for Christ, then you shall find your life. Not only this life, but you will find your eternal life. See, if you give up your possessions, the possessions of this world, if you give up your worldly desires, then you will find your life. As a disciple, you might have lost. See, you might, you might have lost something here. See, but you will gain much more in glory. See, you might have suffered a little bit here. See, but you will have no more suffering and glory. See, you might have gone through a little persecution here. See, but you will not have any of that in glory. See, all you have to do is say yes to the call. See, your friends and families might have called you a loser because you wouldn't roll with them. Or because you wouldn't walk the way they walked. Or because you stopped talking the way they talked. See, but that's just here. See, none of that will be yours in glory. See, the Bible says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ. See, it says that you are a new creation. It says all things have passed and it has become anew. See, but I tell you the truth, they might hate you and call you loser here. See, but in the next life, you will be a winner. See, in the next life, you will be something else. See, Matthew Henry wrote this. He says, a man's life might be lost by saving them and be found by losing them. See, if you lose your life here, you will find it over there. Verse 26. For what profit is it to a man who gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give for exchange for his soul? Jesus here deals with uh, eternal being. See, Jesus here deals with the soul. He said, what will it profit you? What will you benefit if you gain everything here in this world, yes. you will gain all the riches. Uh -huh. You will have all that money in the bank. Uh -huh. All those cars in your driveway. Yeah. The big house. Yeah. If you gain all those worldly riches and pleasures, so what will you gain? But you will lose your soul. Wow. See, you can't take those with you to heaven. See, when you die, somebody else gets all that stuff. See, none of that stuff will be yours anymore. You can't take a U-Haul to heaven. Ah! 
See, you will lose your soul. You will lose your soul. See, what will it profit you to gain all those pleasures and honors in this world? And you lose your physical being. And you will lose your soul. You will gain nothing. You will have no joy in it. I was thinking back of when I, when I used to do my thing. And used to do my, 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 my thing. See, I never found any pleasure in it. I just kept on doing the same thing over and over and over and never had no satisfaction. See, but when I came to Jesus, now I have all the satisfaction knowing that my soul is his. Knowing that my riches are in heaven. Knowing that I have a mansion waiting for me. Knowing that I will walk the streets of gold. That I will have my crown. That I will put on my white robe. See, that is what we should be seeking. That is what we really need. Forsake all this in this world. And follow Jesus. Don't lose your soul. Here Jesus applies the word soul, the immortal part of you. See, the never dying one. If you lose it to all the evils of this world, then you will spend it in hell for eternity. Mashing the teeth. Burning at all times. Because you wanted that Ferrari. Because you wanted that big mansion. Heck, you wanted to put an elevator in it, so you threw one in there. But you lose your soul. For all those riches that won't even matter when you're gone. People won't even remember you when you're gone. Just because you wanted that. See, but what you do for Jesus stands forever. See, what you do for Christ is forever. What will a man gain in exchange for his soul? The, the loss of one's soul is much more greater than gaining the world. When one soul is lost, there is no redemption. There is no redemption for it. It's eternal. See, there is no purgatory. See, there is no people praying for me that I may get out. It's eternal. You lost it. You can't give nothing for it. See, Think of it this way. See, what if someone told you, what would you give for the soul of your loved one? See, how much, how much money would you take to, in exchange for it? See, what kind of house would you take for it? See, what would you take for somebody's soul? 
I said to myself, I would take nothing. See, my family's life and souls is worth, worth much more than this world. I asked myself, there's nothing greater in this world that can buy my soul. See, Jesus already paid for your soul. See, it don't even belong to you. There's no wages that you can pay for a lost soul. Jesus had already paid it with his life. Jesus had already paid for your soul, for the souls of mankind. See, in this world, there is nothing that you can possess that will buy your soul. It's already been done. It's been paid for. Belongs to Jesus. So quit trying to chase the world. It's not yours. It's not yours to give. All your riches, all your possessions, all your wealth, all your pleasures will not buy your soul back from hell. The only way for your soul to be saved is to say yes to Jesus and say no to the world. Submit to the will of God. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Suffer for Jesus' sake. And follow Jesus. Lose your life for him. Do not gain the profits of this world. See, Warren Risby, I like what he said. He says, this is how he summed it up. <clears throat> he says, it, it's, it's, sorry. <clears throat> It's up it's like this deny yourself deny it says deny yourself take up your cross follow Jesus lose your life for his sake forsake the world keep your soul share his reward and glory that's for the believer this is for the non-believer the one that denied Jesus he says, this is for the non-believer. He says, live your life, ignore the cross, follow the world, save your life for your own sake. He says, and <clears throat> grant, get the world. He says, lose your soul and lose your reward and glory. Wow. I want the first one. Then he says, for the Son of Man will come in his glory of his Father with his holy angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. See, Jesus, here he humbles himself. He calls himself the Son of Man, born of a virgin girl. See, he became poor. He could have been rich, but he did it because he had a purpose. He had a plan to follow. See, here we see Jesus taking ownership of his present state as a human. Jesus here reminds us of being humble. See, he was... He went through pain. He went through hurt. 
See, he was also tempted like we get tempted. But he didn't give in. Here Jesus shows us that in his human state, he was able to forego the world. See, he was able to surpass all the attacks of this world. See, here Jesus lets us see that there is no problem too big. See, he sees he he shows us that you can deny yourself. See, he told he shows us that you can take up your cross. See, he shows us that you can be a follower. See, he modeled for us that you can follow the Father. It is possible. It is possible to live a holy life unto God. He was human just like you were, just like I was. And he was able to do it. See, it says that he will come in the glory of his Father with his angels. See, the great encouragement for the believer is in the second coming of Jesus. See, which help us stand firm in our faith as we wait to see him crack the sky. See, he says that he will come in the authority of his father and the angelic army. See, and he will judge all mankind. See, so what will your judgment be? Would he judge you for denying or for accepting? He says he will reward you according to your works. See, the word reward means something given in return for doing something good or evil. See, you will be judged according to what you did. Not what you gain in this world. See, he's not going to give you a crown because you were the richest man in the world. He's not going to give you a crown because you held all A's in school. See, he'll give you a crown according to what you did with him. For the ones who did not, who did good works and suffered for the sake of the gospel. He says they will receive a crown of righteousness. See, they will inherit glory. They will receive their just reward. See, you can't do good and still go to hell though. See, there are different kinds of works you can do. See, you can't be a humanitarian. See, you can't help in third world countries. You can't serve in your community and still go to hell. See, you can't do these good works and still go to hell. Because you do not accept Jesus. See, not everyone who calls on his name will get into heaven. See, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of the Father in heaven. 
See, you do all good things, but if you never confessed Jesus or accepted him into your heart, if you never deny yourself, if you never took up your cross, then you will lose your soul. See, the wicked will be sent to hell, and those that accept Jesus will go to heaven. As I get ready to take my seat, if you still don't know Jesus, see, let me tell you a little bit more about him. See, if you're just tired of being sick and tired, see, let me tell you about Jesus and what he can do for you. See, Jesus has all power to free you. See, Jesus has all power to free you from your sins. See, Jesus has all power to take away your desires of this world. Jesus has all power to heal you from your sickness. See, Jesus has all power to heal the crippled. See, Jesus has all power to take two fish and some bread and feed 5,000. See, Jesus is living water. See, Jesus is the one you want to drink from. See, Jesus is a fortress. See, Jesus is a provider and a healer. See, Jesus is a father to the fatherless. Jesus is a friend to the friendless. See, Jesus is a mother to the motherless. See, Jesus is a brother to the one that has none. See, Jesus is beginning and the end. See, Jesus is Alpha and Omega. See, my king stood there on the cross. He took nails in his hands and he took nails in his feet. They put a crown of thorns on his head and my savior was mocked. See, they put Jesus, they put a spear on his side. See, Jesus bled for you and I. See, they stretched him high and they dropped him low. And my savior hung between heaven and earth. See, he took that spear for you and I. See, my savior bled for you and I. See, and then my Savior, yes, he died. See, he was buried that Friday. He was in the grave all day Saturday. See, but early Sunday morning, I said early Sunday morning, my Savior got up with all power of heaven and earth in his hands. See, and he will come back to redeem us all. See, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. See, and one day every tongue will confess. See, every knee shall bow and they will say that Jesus is Lord. See, if you're still not convinced, uh, let me make it a little more personal. See, Jesus uh, one day called me and he said, follow me. See, but I had a bottle in my hands. And again, he said, come on, follow me. See, but I had a joint in the other hand. And he said again, come on, follow me. See, but I had drugs in my pockets. 
and say again, I heard the gospel and I felt the call. And so I said, yes, Lord, I will follow you. So I made my way to the altar and I stood here and I cried and I cried and my Savior took my sins away. See, I didn't know that I could drop that bottle. See, I didn't know that I could let go of that weed. See, I didn't know that those drugs were just fall out. See, I thought that I had to do something. But see, I know now that I have to do nothing because Jesus already did it for me. See, he carries the heavy part of that cross. See, my burden is light. See, your burden could be light. All you have to do is accept Jesus in your heart. See, there is no name above that name. There is no name by which a man can be saved. But the name of Jesus, Jesus is the only name that we need to believe in. Amen.